0: This is the Global Edge Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network, also promoted in more than 200 countries and territories on Global Edge, the number one Google-ranked site for international business resources. Global Edge Business Beat.
1: Welcome to the Global Edge Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, and today we're speaking with Laura Darline from Sproutwide. So thank you for joining us today, Laura.
0: I'm very happy to be here, Jade. Thank you for inviting me. So your company, Sproutwide,
1: provides international business expansion services. Can you talk more about these services that that you provide?
0: Certainly can. So, you know, international trade business development is pretty broad, broad sort of a statement, no matter who's providing them, all methods are designed to build new growth sources for long-range sustainability, right? So wide, some of the things we're trying to do is help companies that find their short on internal expertise and help them to understand the components of building that growth. Certainly from a strategic standpoint, uh, including market understanding, internal manufacturing or services adjustments, how to utilize their staff, logistics, um, ensuring that products are appropriate for certain markets or little changes they might need to make to them to make them appropriate in those markets. But what really makes us different in addition to that is that at Sproutwide we provide support for companies that have limited internal capacity. So in other words, if you've got a business that uh, has 80 employees and they're really good at doing what they do, They really don't have anyone in-house that understands international, or they don't really have someone in-house that can implement the international component. Generally, the C-suite people or the top leadership are so involved in so many other day-to-day business activities that they don't even have the time to acquire it. So we come in. Uh, We'll help them integrate their team, we'll work with their internal staff, choose a few champions within their organization, and leverage those few champions and include them in the processes to start to assign them to roles related to a company's international development. Those certain functions, most of the certain functions would be managed by us, but we'll gradually integrate the team so that they can start to build a strong internal foundation while those individuals are still doing their regular job. The biggest thing that we find is that there are so many great low-cost or free resources within the state that companies just don't necessarily have the opportunity to leverage and use all of them. I like to use the analogy of the free pizza, right? You've got a pizza. Store 10 miles away giving away free pizza but if you don't have a means to get to that store you're still going to go hungry at lunchtime so we're here to try and make be the vehicle to get you to those free resources or low-cost resources leverage them use them and then also integrate other strategy
1: yeah i really like this word um, as you're talking about leveraging the resources um, that you have and, and teaching companies to leverage what they have while taking advantage of all of the other resources that are available throughout the state and through federal resources as well. So that's great. You've done some workshops um, and some seminars here in the Lansing area and around the state. I know you were even up in Marquette doing some webinars not too long ago or some seminars. Uh, were. So you've kind of a niche for yourself in helping Michigan companies to prepare um, as they think about going on trade shows and trade missions. Um, And I know that you have personal experience going to the Middle East and India, and I'm not even sure where else, taking Michigan companies abroad um, and helping them enjoy the benefits of those trade shows and those trade missions. But what from your experience um, do companies really need Where are they kind of lacking or having issues when they go abroad and participate in these programs?
0: Yeah, you know, it's really interesting that you bring that up. So, interesting, you know, we've gone as far north as Houghton in the Upper Peninsula (laughs) to do some of these programs and actually got a little business out of that as well. So, we can't. Deny the fact that Michigan has excellent companies manufacturing and services all over, even the way all the way to the tippy top of the upper peninsula. Little plug there for Michigan business. Um, but what I'd like to say is in response to that is really the depth of internal resources, timeline of developing how they're going to manage their trade missions and trade shows, but also how they're going to integrate that within their organization so i previously mentioned that we'll work with a few champions within a company's organization and help them learn and understand how to take a lead in you know oftentimes companies don't even know how to sort through a business lead that might come in from germany or from india or from turkey and so oftentimes you'll have staff that put it on the corner of the desk and eventually it goes away because they don't even know what to do with it so we're there to try and help them figure out how to do that and build that internal resource Um, there's a lot of depth to the internal process it's not just planning to go to a trade show and making sure you have your booth and making sure all your fees are paid and maybe the occasional visa or passport is necessary Um, but there's a lot that happens during the show, right? And I think we going to come back to that in a moment about how companies are not necessarily prepared. But then the post part also, what do you do after a show? We all know having done domestic trade shows, right? Go, We might have a trade show in Chicago or Florida, and we have all these great intentions. At the end of the day, come back from the show. And if you don't have that support staff on the backside, things won't necessarily bring you the same return on investment that you'd hoped for. With an international show, it's even more significant. You have to understand what that market needs. You might be utilizing a color red in a certain market, might have a, a different connotation and you have to change labeling. There are different compliance measures, so many different things within an organization, from not just shipping and the obvious things of communicating, but also the R&D, how a product is developed, what's the financial means within that region. So those are some of the fallbacks. The other part I wanted to say is that, as mentioning earlier, so many great resources here in the state of Michigan, that's a huge advantage that Michigan companies have. The export Uh, Support system within the state of Michigan is very strong. You have private companies like Sprout Wide, you have public private organizations like Michigan Economic Development Corporation and their international trade program, you have localized federal services like the US Export Assistance Center, part of the federal um, Department of Commerce. We have organizations like automation alley or the council of great lakes governors all of those have trade missions and trade shows available to michigan businesses Um, problem with a lot of that network is that many of those organizations are working on funding that works within a certain fiscal year so they can't even make their obligations to a trade show or advertise the fact that they have a shared booth Till we're maybe a few months, six months away. What we try and stress at Sproutwide, and I think a lot of the partners throughout the state, is that planning is important, the timeline. It's not a three month planning process. You need to plan your, how you're gonna meet the growth of that market across several months, minimum 12. And so when you have these situations of a shorter notice to use a shared booth, You really have to up the ante on how you prepared you are before that, understanding why a market might make sense for you. You might find out that there's a trade show going to India, but India wasn't on your radar. But if you've been savvy and if you've been planning in advance, something within your arsenal of your company's international trade depth will let you know well, maybe we should look at that opportunity. And then as you go there, you'll be able to be a little more successful. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So really, you know, I think everyone who works with small business and even business owners themselves understand the importance of planning. But what happens is when the I'm trying to think of a good metaphor here <laughs> when push comes to shove, you know, things, the things come up and you have to move quickly and you're putting out fires and sometimes um, planning doesn't get always as much um, respect and time as as it requires. Um, and even
0: talking and, and about, and that's true. Yeah. Sorry. What, sorry.
1: What's happening right now? Right. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. right now we're dealing with this COVID nineteen crisis and trying to figure out how to move forward. And, and again, a lot of times this export um, promotion is taken a backseat, and um, companies just, um, you know, all the planning in the world doesn't always help you either. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely mm-hmm. a balance there. Um, so we're getting a little bit short on time, Laura. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what you're up to these days, and maybe how um, you can be reached?
0: Absolutely. So, you know, helping companies with my economic development and grant development background, I've been reached out to by a few, quite a few companies within my network to assist them in understanding the stimulus package, and I've had to learn hard and fast how that is working. Uh, one of the key things. We're learning is that this uh, payroll protection program as part of the, the COVID stimulation stimulus package is really assisting businesses to pay for up to eight weeks of employee payroll. And if they're able to maintain their pay, their employee base, then that grant or, or that loan becomes a grant and is completely forgivable. So companies are struggling. What do I do if I'm paying people to stay and work even if they're working at home or paying them to sit at home and not work I say take a look at this and work with your employees and have them start doing some of this background work for you have them start doing a little bit of research on certain markets Um, you know utilizing them for things that they can do at home you're already paying them so take these eight weeks and start to develop a plan. I'm happy to help people try and figure out how to make that work. So if there are companies that are interested in just having a quick chat, Sproutlight always offers at least the first hour of consultation at no cost to get to develop a to learn a com- about a company and understand if there's a match. So if nothing else, they walk away with an hour's worth of free advice. So, so uh, you know, we hope it turns into more. Uh, we're gonna work a lot toward doing virtual trade show integration into our workshops, because I do believe that as companies develop, uh, they're moving into nor- back to normal, we're gonna end up in a situation where it's slow. So virtual trade shows are going to be a big thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, so they getting they in like touch that. with me. Yeah. Getting in touch with me is easy. Just D at sproutwide.com. My phone number is 517-512-1618. You can go to my contact page on the website, which is www.sproutwide.com or my LinkedIn page for Sproutwide.
1: Well, thanks for speaking with us today, Laura.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great day. Stay safe.
1: This has been the Global Edge Business Beat. Today, we've been speaking with Laura Darline from Sproutwide. And you're listening to us on the Michigan Business Network. I am Jade Sims, your host. Thank you for joining us.